0: Shall we be seated? This morning, I want us to take a scripture reading from John chapter 14, reading through verses 12 to 14. If somebody can come and read it for us.
1: John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. I read in Jesus' name most assuredly I say to you he who believes in me the works that I do he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father and whatever you ask in my name that I will do that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask anything in my name I will do it, amen
0: amen and lastly we shall take the next scripture from Philippians chapter 2 we read from verse 5 to 11
1: and I read in Jesus name let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God But made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross.
0: I want us to consider the topic, all our lives and everything we do must bring glory to God. Sometimes when we were in the darkness, God brought us to his light so that through us, people will glorify God for what he has done in our lives and whatever we do should bring glory to the name of our Lord. Hallelujah. The reason why God exalted Jesus Christ and gave him the name that is above every name is summed up in one single word. Humility. Say humility. Yes. God, in the end, found it prudent, found it necessary to give Jesus Christ the name that is above every name. And all those factors that contributed, that caused God to give him this name that anytime we mention the name, all shackles should be broken, all burdens should be rolled off, is summed up in one single word humility. Jesus, even though we are told was the very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped or to be used for his own advantage. But rather, he made himself nothing by taking upon himself the nature of a servant. Time will not permit me to digress on what servanthood is. Servanthood is obedience. Obedience. Servanthood is submission. Servanthood is doing without complaining. Servanthood is accepting every responsibility, irrespective of the pros and the cons. And this is why Jesus took upon himself. And I think that is why he was able to do what the Father wanted him to do when he came to it. And the end result was the salvation he has brought into the lives of mankind. Scripture admonishes us that we should do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, we must value others above ourselves. It will be very important that we learn the mindset of Christ. The mindset of Christ was that he wanted to live for the benefit of others. Every act, everything he said, his mindset was that everything that I say should benefit somebody. That was his mindset. And this is why the Bible is admonishing us, that our attitude, our behavior, everything should be done under the influence of the mindset of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you are able to do that, you will never think of ourselves. The joy of thinking of others is that the more you think of others, God sees your program. Even when you have never thought of it, God decides to help and come and intervene in your situation. So it is very important that we learn to think of others more important than ourselves. And if you are able to do this, our joy will be complete. What joy will it bring to your heart? What kind of joy will it bring to your heart if you have a brother who is in a very serious situation and you intervene in your closet on his behalf and in the end, God listens to your prayer and the person is relieved if you see that person, you feel some sort of joy, some sort of happiness in your life. So this is what the scripture is admonishing us to do. So if you are able to do this, it will bring joy to our hearts and in the end you will bring glory to the Lord. Christ's exaltation began with his resurrection. Yes. When man have done all that they want. They did the worst to him. There wasn't anything humankind did that anybody would sit down and say, oh, this element was somehow better. Men did their worst to Jesus Christ by ridiculing his name. We thank God that throughout the month you have had time to discuss about the name of Jesus. Jesus. During his time, any time he appeared in the crowd, the Pharisees, the scribes, and the high priest, and the priest ridiculed that name. Because they didn't even want to hear of that name. And in the end, they had to nail him on the cross. But thank God. God graciously resurrected him. And after he had resurrected him, he found it necessary to give him a name that is above every name. Hallelujah. All the other names of Jesus, when we talk of Jesus, a lot of names come to mind. Lord, Messiah, Savior, Redeemer, Bread of Life, Creator, Son of the living God, the lion of the tribe of Judah and the prince of peace. Whenever we mention the name Jesus, all these names that I have listed out, the list can never end. The list can never end. So, anytime we mention the name Jesus, anything that is related to this Jesus will have to activate. That is why the name of Jesus carries great power. So if you mention the name Jesus, something miraculous has to happen. Hallelujah. The meaning of these names are so self-explanatory that when we mention the name of Jesus, which depicts any of the names listed above, we must boldly have the assurance that our requests are answered and all our problems are solved. So he tells us in John fourteen thirteen that, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified. So this morning I want to challenge all of us gathered here that in every situation we find ourselves, we must call the name Jesus. And the very moment you call the name Jesus, the Father's name will be glorified because God will answer whatever question, whatever problem you have, he will answer to that question. Hallelujah. We must pray and do everything in the name of Jesus. Yes. Peter preached one seven in the name of Jesus. He preached just one sermon without microphone, without anything. Just one sermon. In the name of Jesus. Not in any other name. So he said, this very Jesus, whom you people, by the decided, desired plan of God, allowed you to kill him, name him nail him on the cross, and then bury him, God has resurrected him. He is risen from death. Because it wasn't possible that death could have its hold on him. It is this very Jesus who has resurrected and ascended on high and brought the Holy Spirit upon us. Everything we are doing now is under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And when he has it, the people were caught in the heart and they asked, what shall we do? And those who accepted Christ, that day the Bible says, were 3,000. It is quite incredible. For 3,000 people to get converted just by hearing the name of Jesus is quite incredible. Now, Peter, after he had received the Holy Spirit one evening, that was around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, he and John were just going to worship in the temple and they the path the took, they said there was a gate that was known as beautiful. There was a, a leper who always came to sit there to beg. So as soon as he saw John and Peter, he requested for arms. And Peter asked him, look at us. The Bible says the very moment Peter and John said, look at us, the man gave them. their attention because in his life as a beggar from from infancy to that age, to that adult age, he had never had anybody that he requested for arms asking him to look at him. So he felt that that day was going to be a special day. He, said he was going to cash. He was going to break the jackpot. But the next statement Peter said was that silver and gold I have none. His name, his name, his wonderful name. Praise his holy name. His name, his name, his wonderful name. As soon as Peter said, silver and gold, we have none. The man whose eyes, whose head was lifted and his eyes were jeered toward Peter. bowed down his head. His head in hopelessness. But then, Peter had something. And he said, what I have, I give you now. Immediately the man lifted his head up. And he said, in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. Then, when the man was attempting to walk, Peter held the hand. And the Bible tells us that his feet and ankles were strengthened. Just in the name of Jesus. So, as believers, everything we do, we must call the name of Jesus. And we will never find ourselves in any trouble. Hallelujah. His name, his name, his wonderful name. Praise his holy name. The name of Jesus is an essential divine power. And God has graciously given that name for the benefit of all believers. We thank God that God in his divine plan... Found it necessary that he will give us a name that is above every name. From the song he said, The name is above all powers. The name is above all kings. The name is above all wisdoms. The name is above all treasures that any mind can ever imagine. Why? Because he gave himself up to be crucified. He died because of me. And you, so that we will have our peace at a time disturbances will come our way. John fourteen twenty three, John sixteen twenty three says, "Very truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete." When we read Matthew seventeen twenty, there is something here I want us to take note. The sister who read for us can help us. Matthew 17, 20, 20 to 21.
1: And I read in Jesus' name. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Amen.
0: Amen. However, these things can never go by chance except by prayer and fasting. We have been told to call the name of Jesus anytime we are in trouble. time we have crisis anytime we need anything, anytime we want God to open a special way for us. And the scripture is telling us that the condition he is giving us is that if you want to mention the name of Jesus, then you must mention it by faith. Faith, we have told, is the substance of things that are not seen with the eyes. But we accept and believe that it is there so you just, just don't sit up stand up and say the name of Jesus this thing happen you must always be in tune with the Lord you must be somebody whose relationship with God is very strong if you are always in good relationship with the Father God it is there that when you mention the name Jesus the Lord Himself will answer. So, what, what, what happened that brought this statement? Uh, there was a man whose son was suffering from seizures. Sometimes this child will just fall off and begin to foam. And this man has suffered, tried, he has made all efforts to get this child healed. But It didn't happen, and somewhere, sometime, Jesus was occupied somewhere, and the man brought this child to the disciples—that is, Peter, John, and all the apostles—to heal the child. They prayed. They prayed. Yet, these apostles, disciples, had worked with Jesus, and they had known all the ways he had been healing people. So, the very thing Jesus used to do to heal people, to deliver people from their illness and demonic powers, they tried and tried and tried. It didn't happen. So when Jesus was just coming, the man took his child and brought him to Jesus. He said, Lord, I plead with you, please heal my child for me. (laughs) And the next statement the man made was that because I brought this my child to you, your disciples, they couldn't heal him and Jesus said, oh my Lord for how long will you be with me, for how long, sometimes we we, we come to the feet of Jesus we come to accept Christ as our Lord and Savior and we don't seem to allow ourselves for the spirit to take its way in our lives, we want to serve God but we want to be what we are, it doesn't happen that way, when you want to walk with the Lord you need to surrender yourself give your life up to the Lord so that the Holy Spirit will dwell in you and direct everything you do. The disciples, most of them had worked with Jesus and yet they couldn't do what Jesus was doing. So Jesus just commanded the spirit in that child and the Bible says the child was healed. Then the disciples wondered, and then they brought him into the chambers and asked him, the very word you said, we said it. The, way, the very gesture that you showed your hand that you extended on him, we did it. And why didn't it work? And Jesus said, yes, it didn't work because you don't have it. We want to claim the name of Jesus as a legacy, as an inheritance. But then, If the name of Jesus will work very well in your life and everything, then you need faith. You need faith in the Lord. And the next thing was that he said, (laughs) this things also, it is not obtained on a silver platter. You need time to pray. You need time to wait on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord is taking time, one hour, two hours, three hours, sometimes four hours, sometimes six hours, and then you pray. You pray and wait the Lord, and praying here means you devote yourself to the reading of the word of God. That is where you get closer and closer to the Lord. So the more you read and you meditate as the Bible says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the ways of evil men. Who does not stand in the company of the wicked, who does not sit in the company of mockers, but his desire is in the Lord. Meditating, reading, thinking over his word. And the more you meditate and you think over the words of God, you you see, you, you begin to express a sort of maturity in your life. So, When you reach that level, it says your life becomes like a tree that is planted by the waters. Any tree that is planted by the waters doesn't fear drought. It doesn't matter the extent of drought that will come because it is well-rooted. Because the root is deep to the very depth of the water, it will always stand fresh. So my plea is that you will learn to remain closer to the Lord. Build good relationship with the Lord. And the more you build this good relationship with the Lord, God will see to your situations whenever you call the name Jesus. To ask anything of the Father in the name of Jesus means that we ask what Jesus would ask. Yes, if God wants you to ask him to do anything for you in the name of Jesus, then you must make sure that you are speaking the heart of Jesus. We are told by the scriptures that Jesus, when he ascended on high, is standing at the right hand of God, interceding for us. And do you think what kind of intercession he's making? He is interceding for our goodness. He's interceding for our welfare. He's interceding for our spiritual growth He is interceding so that as believers we will grow to maturity where we will become very stable in the Lord. So that any storm, any wind of circumstance that will blow over us will never cause us to fall. So if we want to pray in the name of Jesus, then we should pray what Jesus would pray. Jesus prayed that Father caused them to be one. He prayed that let my peace be upon their lives. He prayed that, that let them live in love so that their joy will become complete. If we are we want to pray in the name of Jesus to the Father then we must ask what would please God. We must ask what will please God. You don't pray against somebody who is disturbing you it will never please God. (laughs) You don't pray against somebody who is progressing in life. That will never please God. But if you see a brother or a sister who is developing, you look at his composure and you see that good things are gradually emerging in his life. You go to your knees and you pray for that person. And this prayer, God will answer you. I've already told you that if you do that, God will see to your problems. So if we want God to see to our problems, then we must pray on things that are legitimate, things that are necessary, things that will be worthwhile for us, things that will be profitable to you as an individual, your brother, your family, everything that is around you and your business inclusive. Yes, if you want to pray in the name of Jesus to the Father and Father will answer, then our prayer should bring glory to God by furthering His work. Yes, we must develop interest in the things of God. I think the elder came to admonish you and what to do. Yeah, it's a very good thing. And these are the things sometimes God wants us to do. So, anything we do and want to see the hand of God manifest in our lives, then we must make sure that. We are praying according to what our Lord Jesus Christ would pray. We are praying what God wants us to pray for. And that in the end, God will change our situations. God will change our lives. People will look at us and wonder, is that not the young man who used to pray the organ? Oh, no, no, he's not the one. As for this man, whoever thought that, he would drive in a Tesla. Whoever told that, he would ride in a Pejaro. No, 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 no. He, do that. He, will, he will personally come and stand before you and say, the person you are worrying yourself about is myself. This is what God wants to do with our lives. So everything we do, we must make sure that we are doing it according to the will, the desire, and purposes of God. God has given the name Jesus as an inheritance so that in sickness, We must call the name Jesus. For business growth, we must call the name Jesus. The name Jesus is an ever-present help in times of trouble, in times of sorrow, in times of loss of loved ones, and in times of decline in business. So this morning, God wants to use your life, your business, to glorify His Son, Jesus Christ. And it is up to you to live to that call by taking solace, taking hope, and being assured in the name of Jesus that everything you tell the Lord in the name of Jesus will be done. God bless you. Amen.